0: Uh, because uh, at the end of the day, what we want to achieve really is that we are able to change the mindset mm-hmm. and that we can be accountable for the entire value chain that we are in, including, of course, the supply chain uh, system. Even if we don't uh, own any factories, we are accountable and responsible to, for, for uh, the workers in the supply chain.
1: Hello and welcome to SDG Stories. SDG Stories is a podcast where stakeholders in the Nordics and in the Philippines share their best practices on challenges to working with CSR, sustainability and the sustainable development goals. Knowledge sharing is a powerful tool in the transition towards sustainability and towards a better world for everyone. SDG Stories is an in-depth talk with people who make a positive impact on how to go from idea to result so you can get inspired. Today I'm talking to Dan Mejia, Head of Communications and Press at H&M in the Philippines. We talk about the three pillars of the H&M sustainability strategy, leading the change, circular and climate positive, and fair and equal. We go into depth about the different circular business models and how H&M's cotton supply is almost 100% responsibly sourced. We explore how H&M are changing the market by being the first to disclose supplier information. We also discuss how H&M is introducing transparency, responsibility, and accountability in the value chain, and rewarding suppliers with loyalty if they are sustainable. First of all, thank you, Dan, for having the time to talk to me today. Um, Can you start out by telling me a little bit about yourself?
0: Uh, My name is Dan. And uh, I have over 19 years of um, customer-facing work experience, ranging from the BPO back in the early 2000s, and then then moving into uh, public relations, and then uh, communications and fashion and retail, both in Vietnam and the Philippines. And then also I am a triathlete. So I like uh, being competitive all the time. I Mm -hmm. also am a marathon runner. So uh, long distance running is uh, one of my favorites.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: uh, I I, I live by the quote that says, um, uh, make friends with pain and you'll never be alone. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah. (laughs) And um, what else? I also like, uh, I'm also into obstacle course racing.
1: Okay, and then,
0: okay. um, yeah. And then uh, I've been with H&M for uh, six point five years now. I started uh, in 2014, an employee number two, and I'm the okay. head of communications and press for the Philippines. So I also act as the spokesperson for the company. Um, that's why you probably you've seen me um, uh, sometimes in, in in many occasions, uh, both offline or maybe uh, online. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I love working with H&M because I feel like I have a, and I believe that I have a sense of purpose. And uh-huh. uh, I know that the company really invests a lot and it's committed to sustainability. Uh-huh. And uh, uh-huh. sustainability is something that we've been on for um, more than 20 years now. Uh-huh. And uh, as, uh, before I came to h H&M, and I knew little about sustainability and it's really good how we're driving it more uh, louder this time, which is good uh, because uh, at the end of the day, what we want to achieve really is that we are able to change the mindset mm-hmm. and that we can be accountable for the entire value chain that we are in, including, of course, the supply chain uh, system. Even if we don't uh, own any factories, we are accountable and responsible to or for uh, the workers in the supply chain. Mm-hmm. So. Apart from the global works that we've been we've been doing we're also doing a lot and starting um, local initiatives uh, so we can be more relevant to the Filipino customers and to the Filipinos in general
1: yeah okay and what are those uh, what are those like local initiatives
0: uh, local initiatives um, well we introduced uh, the government collecting that's well that's, that's global and then we introduced that here in the Philippines when we opened so um, Uh, We have, so far, collected uh, more than 200 funds but we had to post them given that we are currently experiencing pandemic situation and it's not going to be safe for our colleagues. Uh, And then uh, we have two local initiatives that we uh, launched recently. The first one was a partnership with the EN Network Mm -hmm. or the Youth Inclusion Network. So there is a a, a subsidiary of IIN or Youth Inclusion Network called LP4Y or Life Project for Youth. So they usually work with um, uh, underage girls, um, the young girls, young women uh, living in uh, the most impoverished um, areas in the Philippines, like Payatas, Tondo. And what they do is they educate them. They... um, they, uh infused them with uh, entrepreneurial mindset
1: mm. So that's
0: really great that it, it's they're, they're, create, they're, they're creating a company wherein the girls are involved um, in different areas of the business one mm-hmm. is uh, marketing one is in operation one is in um merchandising and they know very well their, their responsibilities and they, they, they get to practice them. So what we provide them by partnering with them and other companies as well is to immerse them in our business, mm-hmm. to let them uh, understand how the H&M retail business happens yeah. and then uh, also of course uh, get them to be immersed in the actual work. Mm-hmm. So uh, by doing that, uh, being immersed in the actual work, they get to learn uh, of course the real world um, practices, and uh, the goal is for us to really absorb them. Right now, um, well, before the pandemic began, we yeah. have uh, four uh, girls that are now being, uh, are that that are now going through the immersion program. Mm-hmm. With the goal of um, absorbing them and becoming a full time employee of h H&M. and m mm-hmm. and then the work will continue. we will keep on um, doing story more story more, story more immersion mm-hmm. for uh, the other girls in other areas and uh, we will continue doing uh, we will continue to be doing that Wow. the second um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, <laughs> really really amazing We're starting small at the moment. I mean, it's only, we have uh, 39 stores open. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, right now we have uh, four girls um, immersing in different stores. And the goal is, you know, to scale that up so we can uh, invite more uh, life uh, LP4Y girls uh, to be a part of the company and be immersed in the work. And so we can be, uh, we, we can absorb them, become a full-time employee of H&M. The thing about the H&M uh, culture as well is that um, we don't base our hiring or recruitment on educational achievement or attainment. Mm-hmm. We um, solely base it and mainly base it on uh, personality. Experience oh. would be good, but it's all about the personality at the end of the day. If you have the... The passion to serve customers and to also uh, talk to the customers and give them a a nice experience that is uh, one great uh, factor for us to consider. And uh, these girls in LP4Y are trained well and are being uh, trained, um, immersed, trained intensively um, by the organization because they also get. To, um experience and also get to, to get experience from other companies aside from h m so that's really great um when it comes to inclusion and diversity and driving it here in the Philippines not just within our company
1: yeah yeah that it sounds really <laughs> um visionary like I haven't really heard yeah. about anything like this before and yeah mm-hmm. it's it's really cool that you got to these like really impoverished areas and uh, kind of like give them skills. Yeah. Um, so um, how, does, um, how does H&M uh, uh, work with sustainability uh, in general?
0: Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, so that's the first initiative. The second one was uh, recently launched. It's the Let's Reuse initiative. So mm-hmm. the goal is to encourage our customers in the Philippines to bring their own reusable bags when oh. shopping at HM or maybe um, anywhere else. Um, yeah yeah so uh, we all, we all know actually in the Philippines back in two thousand and twelve, so many mm-hmm. local governments, even the national governments already um, took a stand against uh, plastic bags right uh-huh,
1: yeah.
0: and uh, most of the supermarket uh, super uh, department stores and supermarkets have then uh, or have since transitioned to paper bags but what we actually don't know and didn't know, even I and our team, when we were uh, researching about this project, is that paper bags actually are more harmful than plastic bags. And um, uh, when it comes to, let's say, for example, they, they cost more to landfills because mm. they take up more space by weight and volume.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, what we want is to all together really... Um, encourage our customers to reuse, um, bring your own reusable bags when shopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started on September 1. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, the we will be charging them for paper bag of any size, two pesos. The two pesos that will be given by the customer to pay for the paper bag is yeah. uh, going to be with the Waves for Water Philippines
1: mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> to, so, to sponsor their... Um, clean water projects in so many local communities. So as a customer, um, you don't have to feel bad if, for example, you forgot to bring your own reusable bag when shopping, Mm -hmm. or maybe um, by impulse you went to the store and uh, bought something and didn't didn't bring with you any reusable bag because the money that you will be giving for that uh, paper bag will be given to um, Waves for Water Philippines. So it's a win-win for both Mm -hmm. the environment and for the local community. Yeah. But of course eventually um the mindset of changing the, the changing the mindset of um our shoppers um in and bringing their own reusable bag is the main goal.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Uh yeah, getting them to to change their mindset slowly. Uh because I yeah. guess it takes like a few times going to the store and then mm-hmm. you're like, Oh yeah, I have to remember <laughs> to bring my own bag. Um but that's really, really nice. Um and also that the, that the profit you make off of the bags they go back to society and stuff. yeah all of them yeah um, do you feel that uh, the customers do they do they care uh, whether they the, the clothes that they buy uh, do they care if it's sustainably sourced or are they willing to pay the like the, an extra price for it or how does it work
0: uh, overall, sustainability should be affordable and available for everyone. And um, um, right now, especially with the pandemic situation, a lot of our customers have become more aware mm-hmm. of uh, their spending. They've become more price sensitive
1: mm-hmm. and
0: also they've become more aware of uh, what they wear and uh, what materials they're made of. So it's really important for us to, to continue to deliver that mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I couldn't really say how much customers that uh, we have now who are preferring to buy sustainable clothes uh, over um, uh, the regular ones. Mm -hmm. But uh, with the rate of our um, selling for conscious items, uh, it's Mm -hmm. a good indication that... um, we are able to capture customers and uh, not just um, the, the, the goal is that we don't want to be, we don't want our customer to just buy conscious items, but uh, to know that when you buy any items of H&M, mm-hmm. they are made sustainably. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it goes back to our commitment and our vision to uh, be 100% circular and renewable and at the same time to be a fair and equal
1: company. Mm, that's really yeah. cool. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about what your country's collection, uh, um, what, what, uh, what it is in depth?
0: Our vision is to lead the change towards circular and renewable passion while being a fair and equal company. Mm-hmm. Now for us to make that vision tangible, we uh, split them into three ambitions. So first is 100% leading the change. Second is 100% circular and renewable. And then third is 100% fair and equal. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So when it comes to the first ambition, leading the change, um, that Mm -hmm. means uh, promoting and scaling innovation, that's number one. Mm -hmm. So we have... uh, the H&M Foundation, a separate entity from the H&M Group, it's a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. Um, the H&M Foundation launched in two thousand and seventeen the Global Change Award.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, the Global Change Award is an innovation, com- innovations competition inviting not only scientists or innovators but basically everyone to
1: mm-hmm.
0: to uh, participate and uh, come up with uh, bright ideas. So, how how can we how can we move uh, fashion towards uh, sustainable future? Mm-hmm. So, some of the innovations are really great. Like um, uh, some of the winners uh, of uh, some of the winners introduced cow So, in the near future, we would be uh, putting a whole new meaning to wearing shit or crap. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then um, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> And then there's also Vijaya, which is made out of um, uh, grape leather um, Mm -hmm. from the um, winemaking companies in in Italy. And, uh, of course, uh, the goal is that um, we should be able to make use of the ways that we think are ways. They -hmm. can actually be turned into something else. They can be given new life
1: again. That's really cool. Yeah the the waste that that come from these i guess like wine
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh wine producers it's just otherwise it would just have been like thrown out but if you're able to reuse that and in, in a new way that's like really exactly cool. and
0: then aside from that we've all we we've we've been working on so many circular business models so at h H&M, we at the h H&M and group we have a circular and renewable lab so they're the ones who um test uh, innovator like they're like our scientists um, mm-hmm. experts um, testing new um, circular business models <clears throat> like for example we launched in 2018 uh, take care initiative mm-hmm. so that was launched in stockholm uh, and uh, now is uh, in uh, available in so many european markets and hopefully we can bring that here in the philippines take care is an initiative wherein in we place an area in the store Uh And uh, customers can go there and bring their uh, old garments or maybe um, any garments for repair or redesign or customization.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, So you bring or so you give, you know, you make that garment, that old garment desirable and attractive again. That's Um,
1: really cool.
0: And then also one, uh, another uh, circular business model is the selfie. So it's the... Um, major uh, second-hand selling platform in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So right now we're, yeah, selfie. I don't know if you've heard about it. I um, think I
1: have heard about it. It's quite new, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, it is quite quite new. It's the carousel of the Philippines, if you know the carousel. It used oh, to yeah. be uh, sulit.com.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Oh,
0: so, Yeah, so we're a majority owner of Southie, and uh, we have big ambitions in that area because uh, we know that secondhand um, selling is also one of the circular business models. And then we also introduced, last year, uh, rentals uh, in Sweden. So meaning customers can rent uh, some of our um, special collections like Conscious Exclusive, yeah. And then also with other brands of H&M, because we have eight uh, brands within the H&M family. We have, um, uh, I hope I can mention all eight. It's the H&M, the flagship brand, of course. And then Cost, Weekday, mm-hmm. Monkey, uh, Arquette, H&M Home, found, um and, and other stories. So we have eight brands and uh, we are testing different circular business models on, uh, on each of the, these brands. So like for costs, um, we have this initiative called uh, remanufacture,
1: mm-hmm.
0: meaning um, uh, clothes or garments that were returned by the customers to us because of damage or defects. Uh, usually people don't know what happens to them, right? Uh, But what we do is we send them back to the nearest, um, the nearest factory for Uh repair and uh, redesign, uh, basically for repairs and then uh, cleaning. So they can be new again and we can sell them again in our stores. And then we also have this, uh, we we also have piloted this um, circular business model um, called Repack. Uh This is for our online business, so Uh we uh collaborated with uh, this company called Repack. Uh (laughs) Meaning, uh, we take responsibility for the packaging that uh, the customers received. So, we Uh want them to return them to us, and we will uh clean Uh and repair them Uh and fix them so they can be used again. So, at least Uh we um. We take responsibility of the waste that we produce and then burden our customers of these waste as well. So these, uh, and more, actually a lot. I could go on and on. There are a lot that we have um, piloted um, and these are quite small at the moment, but the Mm -hmm. ambition is really to scale them up. Uh, Again, we have a long-term ambition for all of these uh, circular business models and we want them to, we want, we and the reason why we introduce them is because mm-hmm. we know that they will be scalable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, uh, our, our team of experts at h H&M and have this uh, thinking that's, mm-hmm. that, that goes uh, think big, of course, be ambitious, um, mm-hmm. because that's the way to go to be really sustainable. You need to involve everyone. You need to think big ideas, but act small so you can start it and then mm-hmm. scale up yeah so that's the idea, and uh right, like the take care initiative now it's it's now in uh seven European <clears throat> mm-hmm.
1: That after only two years yeah that's really cool and like i i I haven't really heard of all these uh you know circular business models before, but you yeah have so many. like you could go on uh mm-hmm. I think it's really cool because H&M is such a big uh player in the market yes. It's- I guess it, it is really important when such a big player as H&M is leading the change, then mm-hmm. it's like you can change the market for for everyone else. Um, yeah. And, and then really, also... Yeah.
0: Uh, also a part of um, leading the change is driving transparency. Mm-hmm. So in 2013, we were the first uh, major fashion brand to launch or to disclose our supplier information, of course. Back then, no company would dare do it because of competition,
1: Yeah,
0: right? But um, being a responsible company that we are, we uh, disclose them so everyone will have information on where our clothes are made. And so we can also take accountability for how these clothes are made and who made these clothes. and then all, and then and then 2019 last year sorry i'm stuttering and in 2019 uh, in april last year we launched uh, product transparency online so meaning if you're browsing through a product on hm.com mm-hmm. or maybe about to buy a product you when you mm-hmm. click on a product you'll see there a tab saying mm-hmm. product sustainability so that enables you to know where your mm-hmm. uh, what materials your uh, your garment is made of where it's made, what factory, and even an information about being a fashion recycler. So that gives you and our customers um, better uh, or more sustainable choices and better buying decisions. That's, and then, that's, yeah. yeah, really, really cool, to be honest. Uh, they're all uh, published on hmgroup.com, mm-hmm. uh, our sustainability commitment and all the work we've done. Mm -hmm. And then the third uh, uh, third activity we do in uh, leading the change is rewarding sustainable action. So we work uh, closely, very closely with um, our uh, suppliers
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: and also not just with the suppliers, with other organizations like the ILO, International Labour Organization and so on. And uh, we have uh, teams, many teams in uh, all the production markets, like in Bangladesh, in Cambodia, in China, in India, in other parts of South America as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, we reward them for sustainable action. So we use the HIG index. So that allows um, us and uh, suppliers to also um, gauge or measure their own uh, sustainability uh, action within uh, or sustainable action within their company. So when our company or when the company, when the supplier uh, reaches a certain mark, then we give them more orders. It's uh-huh. a reward, you know, they get more orders. Um, we become more loyal to them.
1: Yeah.
0: So, and then also in, um, yeah. Uh, so that, that's really how we uh, drive uh, transparency and sustainability—one of the ways we drive them in the supply chain.
1: That's, and really, then the, that's, so that's really different because, I guess, yeah, like we all know that there was like this uh, uh, garment factory that collapsed in uh, in Bangladesh. Um, but then, it's really cool that you're you're really trying to be loyal to suppliers who are changing their. Uh, their way of producing and being like fair and equal uh, um, employers. Um, because then I guess instead of just having audits uh, like go out and say, oh they have enough uh, um, you know I guess like the, the building is good enough and all these things. It's, it's also good to to actually reward them for doing sustainable uh, practices. So uh, that's really that's really cool.
0: Actually, um, you mentioned about Arana Plaza. Really, really unfortunate what happened. Mm-hmm. But um, also, it was the start for um, the industry. And uh, thanks to thanks to the Fashion Revolution organization for also driving um, the industry uh, to become more responsible and accountable. Um, that was really unfortunate what happened. It had to it had to happen before change can actually be. Uh, implemented, but it's um, uh, we're progressing. Uh, yeah. Although on the Rana Plaza, um, mm-hmm. we did not have any products being made in any of the suppliers there.
1: Oh, so no. So yeah. that's
0: also um, the thing is that uh, we had, uh, the, I think, um, me, both the media and the customers have this impression that we are, and in, in, we are, we have a supplier in Rana Plaza.
1: Yeah. But um, no, we did not have.
0: Right. Yeah, we did not have. Um, yeah other brands yes do <clears throat> and did I mean um, yes. but yeah since that uh, 2013 incident um, that also um, inspired us to accelerate all, all our plans um, and to, to look into our entire value chain you know from design until the end of life of this yeah. garment so what happens yeah, to yeah, it I think that's really the goal yeah.
1: Yeah. So like, even though you didn't have any suppliers in that building, you still felt like, Oh yeah, this is like, yeah, it would, it's the time to like your, your idea could spread even faster that, that the industry should, should be more sustainable. Um, and it's cool that you're collaborating together with, for example, ILO and, and together with these, Countries to, uh, yeah, to with the uh,
0: also with the act or the actions collaboration and transformation, it's an organization of different brands uh-huh. working towards um, changes within the supply chain. Mm-hmm. So that you know, um, of course, we are a big company, we're such uh, one, we're one of the largest um, fashion retailers in the world, but we, we are we're only one. So, yeah. uh, by through this collaboration, we would be able to have. Bigger voices and bigger influence in the supply chain to to um, affect positive changes, uh, especially to the garment workers.
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and I really like the H and M approach with being transparent, because mm. I guess the only way you can really start the dialogue is is by by showing, yeah, like mapping your suppliers and all this, and even though it might Um, have issues with competition, then you're just really showing the way because I guess H&M cares, really cares about uh, sustainability. So that's that's really cool. Thank Um, you.
0: That's only the first uh, ambition leading the change. The second one is uh, we want to be 100% circular and renewable. So meaning uh we're talking about uh, sustainable materials you were asking earlier. Yeah. So this is where it comes in. So um, a circular approach to how products are made and used, so meaning if you want a circular approach, then you need to take responsibility for the entire um, value chain, mm-hmm. right? For the yeah. moment, a designer thinks about uh, what fabric should I use that will use less water, less energy, how much should I buy? Of course, mm-hmm. that's going to be difficult for them to find out as a designer. And to help them, we work a lot with AI and uh, robotics so that we can better predict the demands. Mm-hmm. And we work based on demand, not on supply anymore.
1: Oh. Only when
0: there's a need. So um, AI helps us a lot uh, in that area. And that's really important because overproduction is one of the biggest problems in the industry. And uh, we need to avoid... Uh, being in that area again and uh, move forward with a circular way of working. <clears throat> mm. And then uh, also we use only recycled or sustainably sourced materials. So, um, of course, we are very, um, our all our operations are aligned with the Agenda 2030, which mm-hmm. is the UN Sustainability or Sustainable Goals and um, We have also within our company our own goals that we need to reach. Like for 2020, we need to um, uh, be 100% using only recycled or sustainably sourced cotton. So at the moment, we are at 95, so we're confident that by the end of the year, we will be at 100%. Wow. And then 2030, our goal is to uh, that 100% of our of our um, uh, garments are made of uh, recycled or sustainably sourced materials. And so far as of 2018, we are at 57%. So right now, if you go to any H&M store, you'll find so much more items made of sustainable materials that's because of it. we're closer to it. <clears throat> and we have, um, how many years to go? nine <laughs> before yeah. um, reaching that goal and then 2040 <laughs> um, and then 20 2040 our goal is to be uh this um i would say and uh, our our team and at, at hm at the hm group would say uh one uh probably the the most ambitious goal that we have set that we want mm-hmm. to be climate positive all throughout our value chain by 2040. <clears throat>
1: Okay, so what we're does, talking what? about,
0: um, yeah, meaning uh, we we must, uh, our greenhouse gas emissions must be avoided. Uh-huh. We must be energy efficient using uh-huh. only renewable energy. Like uh, actually right now uh, we are on our way towards it. 96% of our energy, um, our electricity being used across the world. Across all markets, um, all warehouses, all offices are 96% renewable energy.
1: That's nice. really, really
0: good. So we're on our way, um, we're on our way to it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: um, also, of course, uh, talking about the greenhouse gas emissions. So we want to remove more greenhouse gas emissions from the atmosphere uh, more than what the H&M group emits. So that's also one goal, and um, uh, we're talking about energy efficiency, renewable energy, and carbon sinks, um, mm-hmm. capable of absorbing unavoidable greenhouse gas emissions. So uh, it's it's a quite uh, quite a technical um, uh, discussion, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, we believe that we cannot manage what we can measure. So we make sure that uh, we specify them and. It's, Tangible for us, and we're able to uh, work with the carbon disclosure uh, project. It's an organization again, um, so uh, they are able to, and we can really assess correctly and properly our carbon emissions.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. That's cool that you're yeah. uh, involving another organization to uh, to really assess. Yes. Um, that yeah that again, that goes hand in hand with your transparency, uh, transparency goal. Yeah. That's that's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, so would you say that, uh, do you see that there's like a trade-off between profit and sustainability or it's not necessarily a trade-off?
0: It's not necessarily a trade-off to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. And that the way to go, uh, not just for H&M and for the rest of the industry to be able to provide <clears throat> Sustainable, uh, sustainably made garments or product, mm-hmm. uh, affordably and attainably. It should be attainable. Of course, it may, for us, um, it may have started uh, quite um, expensive. Like, let's say, for example, uh, the Conscious Exclusive uh, yeah. that we launch every year. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure you were able to get uh, some pieces from it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They are uh, made of innovative materials that were launch only on that year so of course the price will be will not be um as affordable as it should be but eventually it will be so what happened last year was actually a breakthrough because finally we were able to launch a regular uh collection uh that are made of 100 percent sustainable materials priced from 500 pesos you know um and even yeah to so really really affordable uh, clothes so we started launching them during spring of 2019 and it continues uh, until today and of course it will go on and more more departments will be touched by by that um,
1: that's, uh, area that's really cool and that also uh, it goes back to what you said earlier uh, that sustainable fashion should be uh, should be available for everyone so that it's not you know only people who have lot of money that can like choose between what uh if it should be sustainable or or you know just normal unsustainable that like everyone can make the choice that they want to contribute to make it like sustainable like and
0: um uh we've always been bra you know to be honest yes uh, technically you can say we're fast fashion, but fast passion has a negative connotation mm. right uh, yeah. it, it, it means you're environmentally um uh, not friendly, you are irresponsible. So it has a negative con- connotation, but mm-hmm. we believe that um, the speed of fashion is not a problem. Mm. Of course, there's speed because there's demand, and that's oh, where okay. we need to go. Um, we need to base our production on demand and not on supply anymore.
1: Yep. Right?
0: But yep. what matters here is the quality, um, the quality of the product that makes it last long. And also at the same time, changing the mindset of our customers. You know, it's that this is not something that you wear and then you throw away or, you know, you throw mm-hmm. away after. It shouldn't be like that. You should be able to think um, circular on your own as well. How can you make this product last long? Maybe mm-hmm. by, uh, by caring for it, by washing it uh, in the right way. Mm-hmm. Um 'Cause we actually have in our garments uh, we work with uh, clevercare.info. Mm-hmm. So care how oh, nice. you uh, can make your clo- clothes last longer. Of course oh, the, yeah. uh, the quality of the garment will be um different uh, significantly if you're not able to wash them properly, right?
1: Yeah. So yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, part of it, the responsibility really is on the on us as customers mm-hmm. and as um uh, wearers of this uh, these garment.
1: Yeah, you're you're totally right because I guess like a lot of a lot of us, when we buy clothes, we don't really think about oh, how can I actually make sure that it it keeps the color and that you make sure you don't wash it at like too high temperatures and all these things. Mm-hmm. So it is yeah a, a good thing to to also inform the customers um, that you should really take care of this this product. Yeah. Uh, the responsibility is also on the on the consumer themselves. Uh, at least a little bit of the responsibility. Yeah. that's cool that you're trying to- And that they, that they
0: should take good care of it the way they take care of their luxury items. It's not it's not about the price of it, um, but you must be able to buy something that you really love. Because when you love that item and that garment, of course the, the, the tendency is you will take care of it and price should not be a question uh, it should apply uh, for both your luxury item mm-hmm. uh, and your everyday item.
1: Yeah, yeah, I see. Um, uh, which tips would you give to uh, to like other uh, companies in the Philippines that want to work more with sustainability?
0: There are now more companies, not just the startups and the small ones, who are really into sustainability. Um, we know a lot, like Rag to Reaches, Ant Hill, they're really, really amazing and admirable um, uh, companies, you know, um, working not only making sure that their garments and products are made of uh, sustainable materials, but they also care for the women that mm-hmm. make the clothes. Um Yeah. That's really really great, and uh, uh, we hope that um, not just small companies, but we are able to inspire the big ones, because yeah. uh, the big ones have uh, they 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 have so much customers, right? And when you have these amount of customers nationwide or maybe worldwide, you ha- you actually have the power to change the way they do things, to change their behavior, to change yeah. the mindset, and that should be the that should be the goal. It's not about Profit,
1: profit, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, and I guess these like bigger companies—they have, as you say, they have more customers, so they have a bigger outreach and so much more potential. And it's actually, really nice that H and M grabbed that potential and they're using it to to show the way.
0: Mm-hmm and uh when you talk when you when you um talk about sustainability i know a lot of uh, uh online companies already now here in the philippines also um uh some big companies are going into sustainability by uh, introducing first um sustainable materials in their clothes and that's really really great um and then i think the next step would, uh, the next step to that is really to think about sustainability holistically, that sustainability is not just about launching garments made out of sustainable materials. It's just one small piece of it. You're yeah. talking about the entire value chain. You must be responsible for it. According yeah. to um, my friend, who's uh, the first Filipino, uh, the only Filipino circular pioneer of the Ellen MacArthur Foundation,
1: he mm-hmm. said What's that, um, that
0: circular economy is all about changing mindset and being Responsible and accountable for the entire value chain, and that's mm-hmm. true.
1: Yeah, that is really
0: true. That's how yeah. it's supposed to be. That's why, you know, when you say um, I'm going to into, into sustainability, then you need to also, um, you can, yeah, I think uh, we can apply what we said earlier, like uh, how our team of experts also um, do it. Uh, think big, of course, you want to be fully sustainable, that's really good. And then act small, introduce first, maybe, uh, okay, I'll start by introducing sustainable materials in my garments. And mm-hmm. then you can scale up fast and then look into other areas of your business where you can be more sustainable. It can yeah. also be in the way you spend money, right, yeah. within the company. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, it's always good to, like, start small and then see if, if it's a project that can really spread out across the entire the entire. Yeah the world so that's really cool. Um, how does working uh, with sustainability, how does it make you feel about uh, H&M?
0: Proud to be honest and um, I feel <laughs> I have a purpose and I yeah. believe I do. Um, you know the, the fact that I am able to really share this, I have the voice um, and and be able to share this. Uh, the many initiatives that we've been doing that people, many people still don't know About Mm -hmm. and I feel that I still have so much work to do when it comes to communicating it out. I think it's also um uh, I would say a Swedish way because the the culture is not about talking. Uh, They're not fond of talking about um, achievements and talking about things that they do good. Mm -hmm. They like to um, act more, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, have the discussions and talks around it more organic. However, I think for the Philippines, where um, you are cluttered with so many information and um, there needs to be a push, you know, for us to really uh, um, uh, tell the story to our customers in a a clear and simple way, what we do as a company, how we've been doing it, and uh, that they are also part of this initiative you know, um, we are doing everything that we can as a company, but mm-hmm. uh, in order to be truly fully sustainable, we need collaborations with different parties, with, di- with different stakeholders, mm-hmm. and one of the stakeholders is our customers. So, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. so but yeah, it course. gives uh, a lot of. Um, it, it makes
0: it makes it makes, uh, it, makes it really more positive. For me to um, wake up every day and uh, especially during the planning season, mm-hmm. when uh, we think about what can we drive next year, uh-huh, you know, yeah. what, 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 what do we need to do, it, it's so inspiring, you know, because you feel like you are, and not only feel, but you believe that you are a part of this change um, group, you know, aiming for something positive. Uh, to be done within your country and maybe also uh, create an impact around the world
1: yeah and it's it's such a positive um, goal to work towards so so of course it, it, it would make you feel feel happy and proud to be part of the, part of something that's that's good. Um, yeah and then
0: um, a part mm-hmm. of our like the third ambition, fair and mm-hmm. equal, so we discussed yeah. about this inclusion and diversity so the company, is uh, a really um, really a champion of inclusion and diversity. Again, we uh, from the moment we, we we recruit people, so our our recruitment um, perspective has always been we hire based on personality, and that's really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we also do continuous training, uh, um, like uh, conscious biases and unbiased training for mm-hmm. all our staff. So we continually um, be informed and be well-informed of the many things uh, that we need to consider when it comes to inclusion and diversity. Oh. And uh, to tell people that for you to be diverse, you need to include first, right? That's why it's always been I and D. It can't be diversity and then inclusion. It has yeah. to be inclusion first and then diversity
1: next. That's really cool. I'm very visionary to to actually work with, I guess, the the biases that people have inside them, because it can be difficult to, to, you know, drop your bias if you, if you have them. Um, mm-hmm. But it's really good that you're taking the step towards that. Um, because yeah, diversity will bring even more um, new ideas and better ideas. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So that's really cool. Um, do you have a, a specific uh, development goal that you, that you care a lot about?
0: I think I would say um, the most important is goal number four, uh-huh. education.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Why? We, of Why?
0: course, every all the other goals are important, all the 17, um, all the rest mm-hmm. of the 16 goals, I mean, are important. But mm-hmm. the seven, the, 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 that one goal that I feel we should also look into more closely as education, because I think um, for everyone to be involved in, in making sure that uh, we achieve the, the 17 SDGs, we need to yeah. be well-informed, yeah. right? We need to um, get the acts uh, together, but we can only do that if people are well-informed mm-hmm. and uh, they know uh, what effects it will have on them. Mm-hmm. So it will start from uh, maybe early childhood development um, educating different sectors of our society, especially the most impoverished ones, um, uh, as we know, they uh, comprise of the larger population or the larger percentage of the population, and we need them to join us in this journey because we cannot, uh, we cannot uh, do this on our own. No. no, we need everyone to be in and to really have the buy-in of um, of everybody. So. Uh, education should really be prioritized, and uh, if we are educated, um, we will be well aware of yeah. what's happening around us.
1: Yeah, you're. Yeah, I definitely follow your uh, your uh, your idea there. That everyone, we can't just we can't just be like a group of very well educated people that yeah. c- kind of try to lift society to we need everyone to make well-informed choices. And you can only do that if you're also, if you have a good education. First of all, thank you, Dan, for having the time to talk to me today. Um, Can you start out by telling me a little bit about yourself? Uh, My name is Dan.